Welcome to Busy Gamer Nation. Contraption Maker is a highly evolved successor to the incredible machine Rube Goldberg-style puzzle series from the early 1990s. It's available now in pre-release for Mac and PC via Steam Early Access, with possible ports to Linux and tablet OSs once it's finished. I sat down and gave it a try at PAX Prime 2013. My name is Jeff Richards, associate producer for Spotkin, which is the developer of Contraption Maker. And tell me uh, how this came to be. I don't know if you've heard of The Incredible Machine, oh, but yes. uh, it's a great game from 1991. And it has been a longtime favorite, not only of us, but of many other people. And we have seen other attempts at remaking The Incredible Machine. And finally, we I just re- realized... I purchased it when it came out on GOG.com. Yeah, I mean, people have been buying the old versions on GOG.com, or good old games, and we've been hearing, you know, just there's always kind of been a little buzz and people saying things like, oh, you know, I really wish this ran better on my new machine and things like that. So finally, we just realized that we just had to get this done, that it needed to happen. Jeff Tunnell is the founder of a number of game studios over the years, and he was the original designer of The Incredible Machine. And as he has said many times, that it is his favorite game that he has ever worked on. So it was finally just time to revisit it. And so we got back together with Kevin Ryan, one of the original designers and coders of The Incredible Machine. And he and the original artist, Brian Hahn, and the same guys who did the sound effects got back together again. We got the gang back together. We got the gang back together. We like to say that if you go to a concert, the band had better be playing their hits. You don't just want to hear the new tracks, you want to hear their classics. So we think that game developers should do the same thing and play their old hits. I see a level here called Bowling Blender. That sounds like fun. Yeah, this is just a very simple little tutorial level that we put together in order to have a demo to show off to people who may not be familiar with the game and just kind of ease them into the new physics puzzle that we've developed. Tell me, how is this the same and how is it different? First off, it will feel extremely familiar to people who have played any of the older games. The differences are almost too numerous to mention. There's just so many ways that computers are, they're just orders of magnitude more powerful than they ever were in the past. So our ability to simulate physics has just leaps and bounds ahead. We have the internet now. I know this is hard to believe, but the internet did not exist in a usable form in 1991 for the purposes of video games, I should say. And so one of the many things that we have been able to add is the ability to create, publish, and share your own puzzles and contraptions just directly from inside the game. We have integrated the Steam Workshop. Contraption Maker is available right now on Steam. What that means is that as soon as you publish a game, it goes into the Steam Workshop. Anybody else who has purchased Contraption Maker is able to immediately view and download your puzzle. They can give it a rating, thumbs up, thumbs down. But it's not been fully released, right? It's actually available right now as part of Steam Early Access, which uh, it's a complicated program that I'm not going to try and summarize right here. But the essence is that you can buy it now for a discounted price, and you will get all of the updates for free until so the full a work release. In progress game. It's not completely finished. Absolutely. But... There's a number of things that we are still addressing. There's still a few crashes that are present, although we have actually got a very stable build going here. We are still cleaning up the user interface. 
face a little bit. We want to make sure that the player gets really good feedback and understands when they're playing why their solution isn't working so that they aren't just hunting for that pixel-perfect placement. They can have that aha moment that, that is so satisfying when you're playing a puzzle. And as you can see here, well, I guess your listeners can't see, but you can see as you were sitting here looking at the game that there's still some rough spots around the edges of the Steam Workshop integration. And well, that's fine to things. me. I'm just trying to figure out how the interface works. I have to pump Absolutely. the cage. I drop something on it, like a bowling ball, right? So, yeah, so you're working with the hamster cage here, and he's asleep by default, but as soon as something bounces off his cage, he wakes up, he starts running, which creates rotational energy, which you can transfer to other parts using belts. So right here, you've got him hooked up with the, oh, you've entered video recording mode, another new feature. Well, how handy. It gives us an excuse to talk about that. So you can record videos of your contraptions and your solutions in play, and it just spits out a little WebM file, which you can upload to YouTube. Depending on how powerful your computer is, you can record anything up to 1080p. Nice. This looks really cool. So the emphasis here is not so much on pre-built puzzles, but building your own? Well, right now, we are not emphasizing the pre-built puzzles because we are still updating the physics, getting all of the parts in, and making sure that the game is stable. By the time we release the version that we will call 1.0, the final release on Steam, there will be 100 pre-made puzzles in the game. Having said that, there is the Steam Workshop integration, which means that the community, which has only been active for five days now, has already uploaded well over 100 of their own puzzles. In fact, I'm looking forward to getting home from PAX and having a chance to log in and see what they've created. Okay, so I'm doing something wrong. Okay. (laughs) Well, so the problem is that you don't actually have a way to transfer that rotational energy yet. The uh, conveyor belt has three attachment points. However, they all run at the same speed. So it doesn't matter which one attaches. Yeah, it's not the gearing that's the problem here. It's me. (laughs) There are some other puzzle pieces that you have available to you in your tray that you can use to solve this puzzle. I'm having a little trouble figuring out how to connect and drag the... So the belt is still, yeah, this is one of those things where we want to clean up the experience a little bit. Once you have attached it to something, then what you need to do is click the other end where that little light blue circle is, and it's (laughs) kind of hard to click on, and as it turns out, you got it. Okay, Okay. so what you need to do here is maybe find a way to block that ball. Yeah, and if you look at that little arrow on the end of the brick wall, well, this might work anyway. (laughs) Yay, hooray. Okay, you got that one. So it's on Mac and PC right now. We are planning on eventually having a Linux version, but we're a small team, and we do our development on Mac. You kind of have to support Windows, and so those were no-brainers, and now it's just a matter of having enough time and enough manpower to get the Linux version up and running. Down the road, we are hoping to put it on tablet, but it's going to require reworking the user interface. Absolutely. It turns out when you click something with a mouse and you're, you're trying to place it on a screen, you can see what you're doing. But when you've got a big fat finger on top of that baseball that you're trying to move around, it's a little bit hard to see what you're doing. So we just, you know, we need to think about that a little bit, do a little bit of design work on it, and make sure we've got something where it's easy to place the parts in the correct positions. So finish the game first, and then we'll see. Finish the game first, and then keep on going. The thing I'm most excited about is that we have a couple different ideas. We're, we're still playing with this, so nothing is even finalized at all, but we're looking really hard at various ways that we can get cooperative puzzle building going. And I think that is the next major thing that we will be focusing on, and I am really excited for that one. 
The co-op mode was actually added to the alpha release in December, so you can try it now. Find show notes, music credits, and other details at BusyGamerNation.com WAC Podcast.